Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. If you're looking for a solid and reliable contract that you can feel good about sending to your clients, look no further than the WVS contract, crafted by a licensed attorney in the state of Colorado. It might just be the best contract for wedding videographers in all of North America, or even maybe the world. Uh, hard to know. Regardless, if you're unsure of whether the contract you're using right now is good enough, go to WeddingVideographySchool.com right now, enter the password podcast, and start protecting yourself and your business today. Hey guys, before we start today's episode, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Sean Slavin over at Slavin.studios on Instagram. Uh, he was the first supporter of the Wedding Videography School podcast. And if you guys like the show, you can click the support the show link in the show notes. And with that, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. Hope you're having a great week. I know I am. In today's bonus episode, I'm going to tell you about 10 things you can do when you're not filming weddings because of coronavirus. Uh, this episode, we originally recorded Adam and I, uh, but there was an issue with Adam's microphone. So just another uh, reminder to always monitor your audio. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I figured instead of getting Adam back on, I would just do this episode by myself and maybe make it a quicker, speedier episode. Um, so number one, number one thing you can do while not shooting weddings, update your website and work on your SEO. Uh, I know that for me, I pretty much go through my website once a year and just update the videos on there. Uh, I have got pretty good SEO already just because I've been around for so long and uh, my website just doesn't require, you know, the weekly, monthly updates that it used to. When I was first starting, I basically had to just put every video out on my website and write a paragraph about the wedding. Uh, but now, as long as I just kind of update the videos once a year and update some text every once in a while, my SEO stays uh it stays pretty pretty good. I think I'm still in the top one, two, or three uh, sp slots on Google for when people look me up for the search terms that I want to be found for. So it's actually been pretty easy. But if you guys are struggling with SEO, the best advice I can give you is to post your videos on your website consistently and write a paragraph or two about each video and use keywords and phrases for you know the search terms that you want to be found for. So let's say you're a wedding videographer in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, make sure you include you know phrases that people are going to look for in your SEO uh, in your paragraphs about your wedding video, right? So sometimes I would use something like, you know, I'm an Atlanta wedding videographer, or I'm a wedding videographer in Atlanta, Georgia, and I shot this wedding for so-and-so. Um, and then at the end of the blog post, you could say something, are you looking for Atlanta, Georgia wedding videography? Or what did I say? Atlanta, Georgia? Is that right? Atlanta, Georgia? That's... Atlanta's in Georgia, right? <laughs> oh my God, I need to get a map. Anyway, so yeah, take time to work on your SEO and post those videos. Uh, there's no excuse not to right now. Uh, the second thing you can do is organize your gear and your workspace. My desk, I think Adam and I talked about this on a previous episode. My desk and my office was just a 
disaster for like the last six months. Uh, and I just didn't have an excuse anymore not to get in there and clean. Um, so make sure you organize your gear, clean it, wipe it down. Uh, you, what happens to me oftentimes is I'll go out on a shoot and I'll realize like, oh, I forgot to clean these filters. Like I forgot to clean my ND filter, my circular polarizer, and there's like gunk on it and like water from, you know, the last time it rained or something like that. So make sure you, uh, make sure you go through your gear, clean it, wipe it all down, uh, clean the sensors on your cameras. It sucks to show up at a shoot and realize that you've got something on your sensor that you can't get off until you get home to clean it. So, uh, make sure you, you go through and just get organized. Uh, the third thing you can do is go through your files and purge the unnecessary files on your computer and organize the ones that you do have. Um, it's not uncommon for me to just throw some stuff on the desktop. I try not to, but God, if you walk in any given day, you might see a bunch of random files on my desktop. So uh, go through that stuff and just deal with it. <laughs> you'll, you'll feel so much better when it's all organized. Uh, another thing you can do is learn three new things that you've always wanted to learn. So whether that's, you know, oh, I want to learn how to do this cool transition or I want to learn how to improve my color grading or I want to learn how to uh, maybe shoot better in some sort of way. There's a billion people on YouTube, everybody, who can tell you how to do stuff better than what you're already doing. So go on YouTube, find some tutorials, uh, sit down and learn the things that you've always wanted to learn. Uh, another thing you can do is develop a media, a social media posting schedule. I know for me, I really struggle with social media. Um, I, I'm just not the kind of person who loves posting to social media. Some people live for it, right? Adam Bradley lives for the gram. You can't get that guy away from Instagram. Uh, I'm just not one of those people. So, um, if you don't have a social media posting schedule, just write out real quickly, like, okay, on Monday, I'm going to post this kind of post on Tuesday. I'm going to post, you know, like I do a timeline Tuesday post. I don't always do it. I should. Right. But essentially I'm supposed to just take a screenshot of whatever I'm working on that week of my timeline and post it on Instagram. Um, so you can come up with a different piece of content, uh, or a theme for each day of the week. And that'll help you be more consistent with the social media stuff. Uh, another thing you can do is find at least one online group to join. So go online, find maybe a wedding videographer group to join on Facebook or something like that. Or maybe you really like the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera. I know I do. So go online, find the, the Blackmagic group on Facebook and join and start talking to people. Um, and if you have questions, you can immediately go and, you know, put a post up and say, Hey, I have a question about this. And within an hour, you're probably going to get several people answering your questions. So that's a really great resource. Um, also you can use this time to set up an LLC or an S corp for your business. I'm a sole proprietor right now. I've been considering switching to S corp for, years now and I still haven't done it. I could probably do a whole episode on why I haven't done it. I think most people would look at me and be like, you're crazy for being a sole proprietor. You're paying way too much in taxes. You're, um, you're not pro as protected as you should be. And 
you know, I've got my reasons for why I'm a sole proprietor and maybe I'll do a whole episode on that someday. Um, but for a lot of people, I think it makes sense to be an LLC or an S corp. So, uh, take the time, go see a CPA and they can get you set up with that. Uh, work on a personal project, right? Like I, I don't think, God, it's been a while since I've done a personal project and personal projects are one of these ways that you can keep from getting burnt out. If you're all you're, if you're all you're doing is shooting weddings and working for clients, like you can get really burnt out. So it's important to take some time and uh, shoot some stuff that you want to shoot, right? Like get back to the basics, get back to why you got into this in the first place, which is you loved shooting stuff. You loved putting video to music. You loved, um, filming, you know, whatever it is, music videos or corporate video. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anybody loves filming corporate videos. Maybe you love like shooting spec ads for like Nike or Coke or something like that. Go out and do that kind of stuff. Uh, cause you don't, you don't want to get burnt out and hate what you do. Uh, make a wedding song playlist. So I, years ago, I started working on a wedding song playlist on music bed. I basically, every time I would use a song in a wedding video, I would add the song to a playlist called, uh, good for weddings. That's what I called this playlist. And so now I have like a hundred or so songs in this playlist called, uh, called good for weddings. And it's been a little while since I've updated this playlist. Like I kind of stopped doing it, which was kind of goofy. I don't know why I stopped. Um, but yeah, this will save you a ton of time when you're looking for songs for your wedding videos. Cause sometimes you'll do a project where you're like, Ooh, I'm just not feeling like looking for music today. Right? Like I just want to start editing. I want to pump this project out. Um, sometimes I'll get back and I'll know like, I'll like, I'll be like, okay, this shoot was good, but it's not one of my best ones. It's not one that I'm going to share on Instagram. It's not one that I'm going to put on my website. So let me just find some songs real quick that I've used before and use those songs and just, you know, bang this out, edit out like a lot faster than I would if I was hunting for songs all day. Uh, lastly, get your taxes done by a CPA. So, um, we're coming close to the end of tax season. So if you guys haven't done your taxes, make sure you do it, but make sure you do it right. It is a hundred percent worth it to go have a certified public accountant, go through your stuff and make sure you're, that you're taking advantages of all the different tax breaks, uh, available to you because, um, you know, I used to do my taxes at H and R block and I used to do them by myself and I used to hire and no, you know, no offense to H and R block or anything, but like a lot of the people that work there are just super basic people. Like they're not like the best at what they do. Um, so go find somebody who runs their own accounting firm or their own practice, um, pay them the $500 that they're going to charge you to do your taxes. I promise you will well, I shouldn't say I promise because I don't know your situation, but I was very hesitant to spend 500 bucks on getting my taxes done when I could just do them myself for like 120 or something. And after I did it the first time, I was like, oh man, I'm never going back to doing my taxes myself. Number one, it's way easier uh, and way more freeing to have someone else do them for you. And two, I, was, I got so much more money back from the government when I had a real good CPA do my taxes for me. So go on Google, find someone in your area who does this for a living, who does this, um, 
you know, not for H&R Block or whatever, but does it for their own business and go to them and let them like set you up and figure your shit out. Because I'm telling you, these people, (laughs) they can save you so much money and it's totally worth paying them for it. So those are my 10 things that I suggest that you guys do. Uh, during this downtime, I know, you know, I've got two weddings that are scheduled for June and both couples recently got in touch with me and have talked about, you know, either postponing to later in the year or postponing till next year. So that's another like month and a half as of this recording where, uh, I might not have any weddings to shoot. So I've got to fill my time with stuff that's productive. So if you guys find yourself in that situation, uh, you know, maybe, maybe really take, take one of these things off this list and uh, get it done. All right, guys. I know this was a super simple episode and it's mostly me rambling again, which I'm not into, but Adam will be back next week. And uh, until then, later. Hey guys, this episode of Wedding Videography School is brought to you by photographers wearing wide brim hats. Uh, Photographers wearing wide brim hats is the nation's number one wedding photography company. And for good reason, Uh, they are clearly the most creative, most unique uh, individuals out there. And their photography is so creative, I can't even begin to describe how creative it is. That's how creative it is. If you guys are working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats, then you're probably not working with the best photographers out there. So, um, you know, whether you're having a wedding, a birthday party, uh, or you're taking your kids to school or you're hanging out at home or going to the bathroom, you know, all things that you want photographed creatively, um, it should be done by photographers wearing wide brim hats. A lot of you guys, I know you're working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats. They might not be wearing hats at all. And um, that's a problem. If they're not wearing a wide brim hat, I don't know what the point of them even picking up a camera is. But when you work with photographers wearing wide brim hats, you know that you're always getting someone who's going to uh, give you the most incredible shots that you could imagine. So for your next event, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, a family reunion, uh, your mom's pap smear, whatever the event, make sure that you hire photographers wearing wide brim hats um, to get the most creative still images captured, you know, one frame at a time. And that's what, that's what photography is. It's, you know, you hear the click, click, and you know you got one frame. And then you hear another click. Sometimes you hear eight clicks in a row, like click, 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 click. Uh, that, they just got eight pictures. And maybe one of them is good. Probably not. But the photographer wearing a wide brim hat, they are going to pull those photos later on and, you know, really, really select the eight or six shots that they got from the entire day um, that they stood in front of the videographer to get. And they're going to they're going to edit those down into something truly magical, probably um, uh, 
Probably just two 8x10s that you can put in the living room next to the closet door. So give photographers with wide brim hats a call today and book them for your next event.